What's up, everybody? It's another episode of the Compileswift Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Whittem. You can find all the details, of course, at compileswift.com forward slash podcast. In this episode, I am going to talk about my experiences installing the macOS Monterey beta on an external drive, or at least my attempts to do so. You will have to hang until the end to find out if it is successful. There will be an answer, but no quiz. Okay, so I held off during the WWDC conference installing the betas because I wanted to kind of let the dust settle, see how it went with other people first. That's kind of always my plan of attack. Once things seemed like they were okay, I went ahead and installed the first beta of iPadOS 15 on my iPad Pro 12. It's not the M1 version, it's the version before that. And I got to say, so far, other than a lot of problems with Safari, everything else has been pretty good and pretty reliable. So that's all I'm going to cover there on the iPad. I may dive into that into, you know, further detail in the future. I've just installed the beta 2, but I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. What was more interesting to me was the fun times that I had with trying to install macOS Monterey. Now, before I get into how I did it and how it worked, I want to go into a couple of details why this is more complicated than it is when you're installing on an an Intel chip, right? So I've got an M1 Mac Mini. Now, first of all, I do not install the betas on my production machines. It's just silly to do so, and you're just dicing with it if if you do that. It is not recommended at all. So what I do every year is I install on an external drive, an SSD drive, And then I find that the performance is almost as good as an internal drive. It's barely noticeable to me, at least, to be honest, in a very non-scientific way. So I decided this year, going to do the same thing. Last year, did it with Big Sur, was great success, very happy with it. But the difference this year, as I say, is I've got an M1 Mac Mini. So what makes it different? And I'm going to say harder, but what makes it different? Well, because of the Intel, uh, because of the M- Apple M1 chip, with the Intel one, you used to be able to reboot your machine in recovery mode, uh, just set up a drive and, you know, create your USB installer. I used to uh, do it on a thumb drive and then install onto a drive and everything was fine, reboot, select the drive and away you go. Not how it works on the Apple chip. Now, I guess they've got their reasons for this, but you can't just boot from an external drive. And you cannot, in theory, and I say in theory because the details proved otherwise, but in theory, you cannot just format an external drive, install it, and boot because of an extra option. So what you do is, I tried many different ways to, to you know, the same formatting of my external drive, APFS, file system with, you know, the GUID so that it was bootable. Um, I installed in a, I installed for a USB drive uh, from, you know, the installer that you download from the, the store after you've installed the profile from the developer portal. That didn't work. Now, I want to stress, all the failures worked in the sense that it actually installed it on the drive but it would not let me boot from it. And the reason being is the extra layer of security you have at boot time in the M1 chip. And what you have to do is you have to configure that. So the way you do that, in case you don't know, on a Mac Mini, I am going to assume it's the same on the laptops. I don't have one to try it. 
you, you power down the machine. Then you hold down the power button and you see a message come up on the screen. Keep your finger on the button and it'll say, keep pushing the button to get into the configuration options. Takes approximately 10 seconds. And then once you see that and it says about it's loading up the options, you can take your finger off the power button. It goes into the normal recovery mode that you will have seen before if you've ever done that on a Mac where you have the options, among other things, to reinstall an OS, access the drives to, you know, the drive utility to set up your drives, and to also set the boot drive. Now, there's also an extra option, and that extra option is the security for the system. And essentially, there's two, two options you have. One is full security, very cleverly and labeled uh, by Apple, and I've said this before, you know, full security, they make it sound nice and secure, and this is always the way you should go. Then there's another one, which is lower security. And what that really does for us in this case is allow us to install software, you know, not from the App Store, and to also boot from external drives. So that's the option you need, right? That's the key right there, to, to boot from other drives. Now, that didn't work for me, because what I did, many different ways I did this, but at the end of the day, you know, I went into the recovery software, formatted my external drive, installed uh, installed the Mac OS Monterey on it, and when it rebooted, it, re it, it gets into a loop, right? One of two things happens. It either does a loop and keeps going back into the recovery mode, or it would boot into my normal Big Sur on the internal drive. So, you know, after doing this a few times, it's just very frustrating went into the recovery software again, tried to lower the security on the external drive. And when I when you do that, you have to have an administrator account on that drive to, to be able to log into it and set the options. Well, there's the first problem, right? I've done a fresh install of the OS. It doesn't have any accounts on there yet. So I can't log into it. And when I try to lower the security, of course, it says, hey, there's no administrator on account on this drive, not going to let you do it. So that's kind of the first loop of going nowhere. So I went through this for a couple of days, many different options. Like I say, I'm going to spare you all of them, but basically it just didn't work. Now, here is the key to how I got it to work. And it's so silly and ridiculous. But hey, it's beta software. And as developers, you know, we can, again, this is why you don't install this stuff on your normal machines. Here's what I did. If you've ever, so if you have any problems, here's the solution that worked for me. The first thing I had to do was the very thing I didn't want to do, which was upgrade my internal drive to the macOS Monterey beta, which again is like the exact reason I'm trying to do this is to not do that, but it was the only way to get this to work. So once it had, had done, gone through and upgraded my machine to macOS Monterey beta, I then rebooted the machine again, went into recovery mode. This time around, I formatted my external hard drive exactly the same as I had every time before, APFS with the GUID partition, and then installed the macOS Monterey beta. This time, when the machine rebooted, I got the option to select the language and do a macOS you know, install, which was weird, because firstly, I want to point out here, I had not been able to lower the security of this drive or the machine at that point because I hadn't had the option to do so, right? So that was the first thing. 
it's sort of, you know, so theoretically this shouldn't even be possible because of the security options. But I went ahead and configured it and everything was fine. Really odd. But, but by the end of the setup, of course, I now had an administrator account on that external drive. So I rebooted the machine again, went into recovery mode, selected the external drive, and I was able to lower the security, although it seemed kind of pointless now because I'd already got into the machine and with this external drive that it shouldn't have let me do that with the security settings. But anyway, lowered the security settings, rebooted the machine again, and sure enough, now I had my working macOS Monterey Beta 1 on an external drive and everything was, you know, quote-unquote fine and ready for me to play with it. Really weird, but okay, so now that's done. Now comes the next part of the problem, because I want to have Big Sur running on my internal drive. That was the whole point of this, to not touch it. Well, you can't just downgrade to Big Sur on the internal drive. You can try and do it, because I did, and it'll tell you, nope, can't do that. So what I had to do, again, reboot the machine into recovery mode and reinstall Big Sur from luckily I had it on a thumb drive so I'm going to recommend to you have two thumb drives one with macOS Monterey one with macOS Big Sur on it so I had the thumb drive and I reinstalled Big Sur on my internal drive now the good news there is don't freak out because take note that I did not format the drive so all of my data was protected and fine all it does is replace that read-only partition for the system so after it had done that and it had taken a while Fingers crossed, I rebooted the machine on the internal drive, and sure enough, Big Sur was there, had some problems. You know, I had to redo a whole bunch of permissions for software and everything else because I just had reinstalled the OS, right? So it took at least a day to get through all the normal things of finding those permissions that pop up when I went to do something and having to give them permission and reinstalling some licenses for some software and all this really annoying stuff. But hey, it worked, right? So, at the end of this, now I do have an in, the Mac M1 with, on the internal drive, an up-to-date Big Sur. And on the external drive, the Beta 1 of Monterey. So, the, the, there is no short version of this story, because all of these details are important. If you have any problems at all trying to install an external drive, I recommend trying the path that I tried. And you you know, reach out to me at compileswift.com forward slash contact or on any of the social networks uh, uh, where I'm listed as CompileSwift. And I will try and help you get through any problems because this was a real big pain in the ass nightmare. Because all of this was because of the M1 chip. Now, again, I'm you know never going to complain about extra security, but it, the, these steps were just crazy. And I get it. Again, this is a do, you know, I'm a developer, so I should be used to this kind of stuff. And I am, and I can work through the problems. This is, again, I'll repeat this because it is so important. If you have no business using the beta, do not install it. All right. So that, that's really the short answer here. But as developers, we have to. So there you go. That's how I got the external. Hope it helps you. It was a very long week getting all of this running, but I've got it all running now. Right now, we don't have beta 2 of macOS Monterey. Maybe we will soon. I am praying that I can just update that on the external drive and it'll boot and everything will be fine and I won't have to go through this mess again. 
But boy, what a long week it was for that. So, you know, the, the takeaway from this episode is I got the solution for you if you need it and if you have these problems. The other thing to note is you are only supposed to be able to do this with a Thunderbolt drive, external drive. And again, I was able to do it with a normal USB external drive just out of curiosity this time. I actually did it with the Thunderbolt drive the first time when I got it working. But out of curiosity, I tried it with just a normal USB 3 drive and it worked. So, you know, the takeaway is all the things you're not supposed to be able to do, you can if you just work at it and figure out the pattern, which is what I've done here for you. Let me know if this helps. If it did, please, please, please buy me a coffee.com forward slash PWCOM because I'll tell you folks, I went through an awful lot of cups of coffee trying to make this work for me and to share these details with you. So if you want to say thank you, please do, because I got to stock up on coffee again. That's it for this episode. Hope it helps you. By the way, Mac OS Monterey is working great for me, except for those really horrible new tab system in Safari that I'll talk about in the future. That's it. Take care of yourselves. I'll see you in the next episode.